Hey, it's Party Time Mom. Welcome to another episode of the Chad Brady Show. Monday episode. We are um, in the studio right here, 22, and a big weekend. Just got back from a big weekend, headed into a big, big week. Um, hope everybody's ready for the holidays. They're coming up. Uh, we're going to be, we're working on the holiday schedule right now for the Chad Prather show and got big surprises. I don't know. We're kicking around the idea of maybe adding a fifth show. More work, Chris and Mark. More work. I don't like that. Yeah. I like money. <laughs> I don't get paid more. I do. Exactly. <laughs> I love it. Um, we'll see what happens. We're going to protest. We'll, we'll see what happens. Gonna u- let's go to a union, Mark. Yeah, I tell you, uh, the funny thing about it, uh, it's not funny, actually, is you don't have to get the blah, blah if you want to get your welfare check, your stimulus True. check, or your food stamps. You don't have to get the blah, blah. But if you're a hardworking free market capitalist like us, uh, they, you know, they don't want us to get the blah, blah. Not here at the Blaze, of course. That would never happen. But we're working on the holiday schedule. We'll see. Um, probably go till, say, around the 16th of the month of December. Ah, yeah. Probably around we'll that. And then we're going to enjoy the holidays. It's up to you. Yeah, well, I just remind everybody that, uh, on a side note, that, that Christmas is not on a cargo ship off the coast of California. Uh, that's not where Christmas is. I hope everybody has a really good uh, holiday this year and Christmas. Celebrate and get back to some priorities of, you know, why we're here and, you know, what we're doing in this thing called life. Life's too short to mess around. Um, I will tell you this, running for governor is exhausting. <laughs> It's exhausting. I was out though. I was out with the some of the best people on the planet. Uh, out. It depends on how you define it. But out in West Texas, I was in Midland and Odessa last week. I was also in Nacogdoches. So I went from coast to coast uh, of Texas. I was far east and then I was far west. Uh, out there for the oil show, hanging around with some really good people. Shout out to my boys and girls out there in the oil fields making it happen. Texas is the 46th. Uh, they produce 46% of the nation's oil and 35% of the nation's marketable uh, natural gas. Those folks are out there working. we got to put emphasis back on oil and gas. Stop politicizing these ideologies and this green wokeness. Uh, I'm headed back out to Midland, by the way. I'll be out there between now and then, but I'm headed back out there. I've got a show in March, already into 2022. Not March, February, Chris. Whew, February 11th. Going to be out there at the uh, at the Wagner Noel. But next week, I'm going to be in Lubbock. On the 4th, I'm going to be in Lubbock. We've got a campaign event at Lone Star Gun Range. We're going to be there uh, on November 4th, around 6 p.m., and I'm going to shoot some guns, going to talk about Texas, uh, two of my favorite things, Texas and guns. And uh, which reminds me, I got to go by Texas gun experience. I got a suppressor I got to pick up. And uh, then I got to reload some magazines, too, Mark. I got, I, I, I've been firing some rounds. I got to go reload my mags. And uh, then um, on the 4th, on the 5th, I'm sorry, we're going to be doing a show at the Buddy Holly. I think we've pre-sold about 800 tickets for that show. Uh, get your butts in the seats. Come on, let's fill that sucker up. I haven't been to the Buddy Holly yet. I hear it is super class a nice joint so watchchad.com has all the fun stuff go there get your tickets information also your unapologetic patriot stuff and then also i will not be i will not forget to tell you to go to chadonblaze.com and at chad on blaze uh you can get your new pure-blooded shirt do you know what was up it's up chris pure-blooded it's up sure enough you can get your t-shirt chadonblaze.com uh, you can do that. You can get your FJB, all kind of fun stuff. And then, of course, watch chat. Look at this little sneak peek. Bam, bam. Let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. 
You know, everybody's trying to say that that was a plant. Like, they wanted, they wanted people to stop saying FJB, so they made that woman say, let's go, Brandon, and they would have done I don't think anybody's that smart. Like, to, to, to like script that, say, like, if Kyle wins, you're going to say, listen, they're saying, let's go, Kyle. Uh, nobody's that smart to do all of this stuff. Nobody, man. Um, man, that was a tragic deal. We'll talk a little bit about the Alec Baldwin shooting. I was at, I was in Midland when that news broke. I was uh, out there, just finished an event. I was like, golly, what in the world is this? is crazy. I don't like the way all the memes just started popping up, right? You know, I mean, like, uh, Alec Baldwin's a putz. I get that. Um, but, uh, and, and I know if this would have happened to, let's say a conservative or a Trump, I, I'll talk to you about the, the principle behind all of this stuff and what I'm saying. But if it had been a, say a Trump supporter or let's say Don Trump Jr. shot somebody, oh my gosh, you'd never hear the end of that nonsense. Uh, I said, I said running for office is exhausting. It is. Um, but I will tell you this it sure is nice to go home and sleep in your own bed and, uh, the little things that we do all add up to the legacy we leave behind, folks. You know, you've heard me preach that for years. Bowling Branch was started by a husband and wife team that wanted to create a textile company that cared about the details that would make their products last. Uh, you'll feel the difference in their best-selling, beautifully crafted signature sheets. Uh, we all have uncompromising standards in other parts of our lives, so why skip out on the quality where we spend a third of our lives sleeping? So the husband and wife team that started Bowl and Branch realized no sheets on the market met their standards for quality. So they created their own super soft and expertly crafted signature sheets. I love them very much. I sleep on them every single night. I have multiple sets. And let me tell you, I, nothing better than having fresh new sheets on your bed when they come from Bowl and Branch. They're dedicated to quality at every step. Sheets designed and manufactured for maximum comfort and durability. No cutting corners. There are no middlemen between you and Bowl and Branch, so you get luxury quality for the fairest price they stand behind their products and honor a 30-night worry-free guarantee if you're unsatisfied uh, i want you guys to experience an entirely new standard of comfort visit bowlandbranch.com get 15 percent off your first set of sheets with promo code watch chad that's bowl b-o-l-l and branch.com use promo code watch chad Woo, comfortable we'll be right back Yeah, the uh, if you got a clip of that on uh, Chat on Blaze, you got the uh, pure blooded shirt there. Let's show that shirt. Let's just simple, easy. I just told him there it is, right there. Pure blooded. I like that shirt. I just simple. I like simple. You know, anybody that looks at my shirts, the stuff that I do, and Alexander did a great job of. I just said I just wanted to say the words, because for me, I mean, like to me, I like I, that's kind of been my my mo. You know, people are like, well, selling merchandise isn't for governing a state. I'm like, well, I don't govern a state, but I do employ people uh, that live in the state of Texas. And, uh, and I'm proud of the way we do it. We just put stuff out there that starts conversations. And uh, we have a good time. Unlike people in Hollywood who apparently are playing with guns. So that's a tragic deal. You know, I, I hate that light, you know, they made light of this Alec Baldwin thing. I mean, somebody lost their life and another person was injured. You know, this was, this was a, a young woman. This was a mother. This was a wife. Uh, you know, had a huge career in front of her by all estimates and, um, you know, tragic deal. And we know Alec Baldwin's a jackass. We know that. Uh, Helena Hutchins, is that how you say her first name? Helena? Beautiful young lady. 
Um, but, you know, whatever. I mean, we speculate on what happened on the whole thing, but apparently that whole, you know, that was what they call a tier one production. So it was not high budget, right? You know, this was not a high budget deal. Anytime you pick up a firearm, like if I, if I go home, I have firearms all over my house. Like I do. I just, I have them, you know, you open up the drawer and there's Q-tips and a, you know, a gun. <laughs> but if I pick up that gun, I always eject the magazine. Even if, like, let's say, let's say I, I come upstairs, I grab a firearm, you know, my Glock 19, let's say, and I haven't touched that thing in two days. I take it off the bedside table and I'm going to take it with me that day. I still eject the magazine. I, I, ch- I check the chamber, make sure nothing's in it. Before, I mean, I know no one else has touched that firearm, but maybe I slept walk or something. I was sleepwalking last night. I don't know. You just don't know. You don't take a chance with that. And people say, well, it was up to the safety expert. No, as soon as he took that firearm, he became the safety expert. He was the one. He was the one. He was the one in charge of that gun safety. So, you know, all kinds of speculations. Bottom line, he pulled the trigger. And he should be um, charged. He should be charged. This is involuntary manslaughter. Um, I mean, look, hey, look, if I'm, driving my, if I'm driving my vehicle and I'm looking at my phone and I hit somebody and kill them with my truck, what is that? I mean, that's vehicular, that's, that's, that's involuntary manslaughter. Vehicular homicide. I mean, however you want to charge it. I mean, they're all different things. I get that. But, but this, is, this is something he should be charged with. He pulled the trigger that took someone's life. It's a sad deal. And, I, and I'm not about politicizing this thing. And I'm not politicizing it because had this happened, let's say I had done that and Alec Baldwin had come at me, not only would he want me to have my rights stripped, he would want every gun owner in America to have their rights stripped too. So, you know, th- this is the thing that, 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 that's where it gets political, right? I'm the person who says he should, have zero, he should not be allowed to touch a firearm for the rest of his life, for one thing. Uh, he should be charged. And, um, but I'm not saying, hey, nobody should ever touch a gun again because Alec Baldwin shot somebody. But that's, that's the way the liberal logic is, right? But here's what they're saying. They're saying uh, Hollywood firearms expert Brian Carpenter says that actor Alec Baldwin broke the number one rule of firearm safety, which resulted in the tragic death. Uh, He said that loaded or unloaded, a weapon never gets pointed at another human being. Period. You don't flag a person with a firearm. I don't care what. Like, ever. Ever. You never point a gun, loaded or unloaded, at something you do not intend to destroy. That is the principle. Uh, so Carpenter, whose company specializes in firearms training, handling onset armory, and even firearm fabrication, said that uh, you never let the muzzle of a weapon cover something you don't intend to destroy. He said that. Um, all guns are always loaded, even if they're not. You treat them as though they are. Uh, well, here's the other thing. They said that they were uh, having fun with the gun offset. TMZ said multiple sources directly connected to the Rust production tell TMZ the same gun Alec Baldwin accidentally fired, hitting the DP and the director, was being used by crew members offset as well uh, for what we're told amounted to target practice. Off-the-clock shooting. I mean, we have a 30—my grandfather's 30-30 Winchester hangs over there. If you show the broad, the widescreen, I don't know if you can barely see it right there under the mighty heat and buffalo head. 
you can see that 3030, you know, that, that gun hadn't been fired since God, I don't know, 1978, probably, you know, I don't even know. I don't know what it would do. There's no, there's no, it, it's, and it's bolted to the wall. I had them bolt it to the wall. But if I took that thing off the wall, you know, the first thing I would do guys, when that thing came off the wall is I would check it. I would check it. And it's been bolted to the wall. You know why? Because it's, that's just my habit. Um, but apparently they were shooting live rounds in the prop gun for, for target practice. Do you remember back when, um, God, what was that show back in the 80s? You know, I need a hero. You remember that show? The really good-looking dude was on it, and he shot himself with the blank. He put the gun to his head and pulled the trigger. Because he was like, they were having trouble getting a scene done or whatever. And he was playing around. And he killed himself with the thing. Because even with a blank, it still fires projectile. Um, so anyway, I mean, it's a, real, it's a real gun they're using. But anyway, apparently they were uh, doing target practice offset on a live round. That's maybe how the thing got in there. And then, of course, I've seen the conspiracy theories, how she was connected to some law firm that sued the Clintons or some kind of, I mean, come on. I, I love that you say that because they're blaming the armor chick. Yeah. Um, have you seen the armor chick? I haven't. You haven't? I, I want to play a little vo for you. This is her. This is her TikTok. Okay. And this is the chick that was in charge of the weapons for the movie. Okay. She's the one, huh? Yeah. Oh. Play that again, just in case you y'all missed it. I, mean, I want to see her again. Okay, there's, there's. I mean, she's. Uh, all right, that's her TikTok. That's that's the girl in charge of the. Wow, you know when I go to Texas Gun Experience and I spend a little time at the range, it's not the person that's usually <laughs> handing me my firearm. You know, they were really cutting corners on the budget, weren't they? Yeah, I'm telling you, dude, get my book. Am I crazy? Get my book, Am I Crazy? Wade your way through that. that that's that right there. And I'm just going to go ahead and make the judgment. Wo- wokeism is killing us. It, it, it was quite literally in Hollywood. Quite literally. And are you talking about John Eric Hexum? Yeah. 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 Good looking dude. Yeah, very good looking dude. Good looking dude. Yeah. That was a tragic deal. What was the name of that show? Did it say on there? Voyeurs. What was it? Voyeurs. I don't understand what and you're cover saying. And Cover Up? Cover Up? Yeah. I think that was the name of it. I don't know. I don't know. It was the, I need a hero. That was the, the that was the, <laughs> I remember things by their theme songs, Mark. Uh, oh my gosh. Tragic deal. Be careful out there, folks. Be careful. Man, where are the, where are the two-way criticizers at right now? I mean, I honestly, I, I, maybe they're on there. I don't know. Maybe they're out there, you know, demanding, you know, guns are killing people. Uh, but no, it was Alec Baldwin who pulled the trigger. Uh, Alec Baldwin has now killed more people than all of my guns. All of my guns. Um, sad. Well, it's going to get even sadder, folks. That's not a word, but hey, migrant caravan. They're uh, coming right through the Mexican National Guard. Check this out. Look at these. They're coming. They're coming to America. And there they are. You know, they're, they're, here comes the caravans. And here's the thing. Like most of them, and I will tell you this. I don't think that they, most of them, I bet you, if you ask them, they would look at you dumbfounded if you said, hey, why don't you enter legally? They, they don't know there's a legal way to do it. They, they just know they're supposed to come. And they're, they're carrying flags and, and um, you know, 
there's things that are very pro-Biden uh, on their shirts. And here's the Mexican National Guard pushing back. They're just pushing on through with that. Um, hey, listen, I know I know a dozen Special Forces guys that are retired who could fix that in about 24 hours. Yeah, they're just running right on through. They're on, they're on their way. These folks are not coming to join your PTA. They're not going to be the president of your homeowners association. They're not, they're not coming here to, to fix your flower beds. This is not what's happening here, folks. This is an invasion. And uh, right now, Governor Greg Abbott of Texas has sent National Guard to Eagle Pass, Texas. That's one spot. Um, that's not where the main hot spot is. So I'm confused. His Operation Lone Star tends to put more blame on the Biden administration than anything else. Um, It's always looking for a scapegoat. I mean, the way it's written, Operation Lone Star sounds good, but uh, the way it's carried out is not. Uh, So thousands of migrants from Haiti, South America, Central America, they're coming. They're on their way, uh, tens of thousands. So approximately 3,000 migrants marched uh, in the southern Mexican city of Tapachula, about 10 miles from the Guatemala border. Reports of members of the caravan were carrying signs with President Joe Biden's name on them. One said, Joe is for all. Joe Biden is for all. Joe Biden doesn't have a clue about you. Uh, Joe Biden doesn't even know there is a southern border. Uh, you know, I, I, Jen Psaki came out in her presser the other day and said that in 2008, he drove by the border, you know, because he, he land, in a campaign stop, he landed in uh, El Paso, and they drove him to New Mexico. I've made that drive. There's some really good Mexican food right across the border uh, in New Mexico. There's a place I stopped, a little hole in the wall. Oh, my God, it was one big old pile of gravy and brown stuff and cheese. It was so delicious. Um, yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, caravan organizer, Ireneo Mujica. Mujica. Said the Biden administration's immigration policies are pulling migrants to the U.S. like cattle. Mojica said the migrants should be given an opportunity to work in Mexico because a lot of them don't want to be brought to the U.S. But the Biden administration, with this administration, it's like pulling them like cattle. First they come to this jail and then they go to the northern border. Mojica said, uh, then said President Biden doesn't seem to have a clue what to do with immigration. Yeah. So they're just in denial of their own fault. They haven't been able to handle immigration. Uh, If I tell you the truth, I believe at least with Donald Trump, we knew what we had with Biden. We don't know. He doesn't seem to have a clue what to do with immigration because he says one thing and does another. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, and everybody wants to say, well, Greg Abbott, he's arresting him at the border. No, 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 no. Dilly, the the jail in Dilly, Texas, uh, only has a thousand beds. Only has a thousand beds. So they're headed to the southern border. Um, I mean, why, why wouldn't you just get on the freaking plane, Joe, and go to Del Rio, Texas, and see for yourself, man? Something. Something. So they're being forced to restart Trump's Remain in Mexico policy. I miss, like, I love, you know, I put my shirt out there, I miss mean tweets. And I got, you know, D- Donnie T's hair on it. And, uh, and everybody's like, I don't miss it at all. He was not, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what, what do you not miss? Like record low unemployment for minorities. The border was under control. Uh, we, China wasn't sh- shoving nuclear missiles up our rear end, um, you know, doing flyovers at low altitude. They weren't buzzing Taiwan. Uh, 
these folks, I mean, Kim Jong-un was still fat. I mean, what is the deal? I mean, why, why don't you can't, why, I miss Donald Trump. Golly, crazy. I don't know, Mark. It's, the whole world's gone to shit, Mark. Candace left us. Well, she didn't leave you. She left us. We got Chris. Party file Steve left us. Hot News Natalie. Lisa still shows up, but we don't ever know if Lisa's here or not. You can't see her. You can hear her. You know? Donald Trump's out of office. We got Puddinhead, President, President Puddinhead up there in cackling Kamala. Did you see that clip of her yelling surprise at her own surprise party the other day? You see that? And then she comes in there and still gives Doug, her husband, a kiss with the mask on. Stop kissing with masks on. Go unprotected. God knows you did it with Montel. <laughs> I bet you're unprotected with Willie Brown, too. You masked up for, for uh, Doug. That is so weird, dude. Um, anyway. There have been uh, more than 1.7 million border arrests in 2021. Yeah. Yep. Oh, well. Hey, you find yourself turning on the news and feeling hopeless? I do, ever since Candace left. Uh, open border spending gone crazy. Prospect of more mandates, lockdowns, inflation. The list goes on and on. By the way, this inflation, that's how they're getting their stimulus check money back to the federal government, by yeah. the way. Uh, something you could do, buy from companies that believe what you believe. Uh, we need to stick together, folks, now more than ever. And there has been one company willing to stand with you since 2012. That's Patriot Mobile. It's America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. They offer broad nationwide coverage. In fact, they use the same towers as all the major carriers. Patriot Mobile has plans to fit any budget, and their 100% U.S.-based customer service uh, support team provides exceptional customer support. More importantly, Patriot uh, Mo I'm sorry, Patriot Mobile shares your values and supports organizations fighting for religious freedom, constitutional rights, sanctity of life, and our veterans and first responders uh, and heroes. You know what? I went to that, uh, that Embrace Grace dinner last night. They raised a couple million bucks, I think, uh, to save the unborn. You know who was right there? One of the big sponsors, Patriot Mobile. They do it. They put their money where their mouth is. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Chad, or you can call 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation with offer code CHAD. I spell it Chad. They always have special discounts for veterans and first responders and for multi-line accounts. Support a company that loves America, loves you, and shares your values. Uh, PatriotMobile.com slash Chad. PatriotMobile.com slash Chad. Use promo code Chad or call them 972-PATRIOT. We'll be right back. Yeah. China doesn't care, man. China doesn't care. Like they I saw a um I saw a, an Instagram this morning of this girl in Russia who was field stripping an AK-47 and put it all back together in 18 seconds. And our military is worried about gender pronouns and wokeism. Uh China tested this hypersonic nuclear capable missile not once, two times. Um, you know what they used? They used uh, most likely Cold War era Soviet system. Um, so they didn't do it just once. They they, they smoked it out there twice, uh, circled the Earth, and then uh, it cruised down within 24 miles of its target. If you can circle the globe a couple times and then drop something within 24 miles of the target, 
We're screwed, boys. Uh, The test showed that China had made astounding progress on hypersonic weapons and far more advanced than the U.S. Yeah, good news. (laughs) Hope y'all are ready to enjoy your Christmas. Um, Yeah, they they just tip them with some nukes, you know. Um, Golly. Anyway, see, that's the thing. If you put them in orbit, it it lessens the flight time (laughs) to the target. Right, so you throw up your little shields or whatever. No, no, they, they just drop them on your head. So China appears to have stolen the Soviets' fractional orbital bombardment system, but upgraded the missiles to hypersonic glide vehicles. That's that's I, like I needed that in my vocabulary, Mark. Hypersonic glide vehicles. Uh, they're just floating in orbit, and then just poop, just drop them. Uh, they can fly twenty times the speed of sound. That's Mach twenty, by the way. <laughs> Approximately 15,000 miles per hour. Um, yeah. The, the, that, those are the ICBMs. The HGVs travel around Mach 5 or 3,800 miles an hour. But they're more maneuverable. Plus, they have a lower and flatter trajectory than the uh, intercontinental ballistic missiles, the ICBMs. So, harder to detect by radar when they do that. Oh, China, China, China! Oh, China, you bring her of bad news and food that leaves me hungry again in 30 minutes. Woo! Folks, it's never advisable that you rattle the headboard of the storied sleeping giant. Uh, that's a lesson our neighbors to the Far East learned just under 80 years ago. But I'll admit that in the Gilded Age of the apologetic American woke factory, it would be easy for a commie colossus such as your progressive self to make the mistake of thinking that we've all gone soft here in America. Uh, Let me assure you that a significant number of us remain hard at all times. Now, you can make of that what you will, but... (laughs) Um, Folks, we've entered an era where in China, the first in line to kneel beneath the ever-present fiat rule that resides somewhere in the left field of the left stadium of the left side of leftism, believes that they can now stand toe-to-bound-toe with the greatest nation God ever blessed to bloom upon the world stage, America! And it is incumbent upon me to point out to you that they may not be wrong for long. They're never more. We are never more, Chris, never more than a hair's breadth from away from winding up in the past tense of the history books instead of being the victors who continue to write them. And that hair seems to be getting thinner and thinner every single day. What, I ask you, does it mean when China can sack up to the next to the net and lob not one but two missiles in our direction faster than the speed of sound? Last I checked, Mach 5 was a thing that I shaved my face with, not the speed at which the world had better start learning to speak Mandarin. Have we truly spent enough time now with a significant enough of chunk uh, chunk of our body politic rolling around in bed with red china that they think that they can give us the business i want to remind you that this is the country which so recently unleashed covid19 on an unsuspecting world without so much as buying us a dinner or drinks first yet here we are caught unaware as two hypersonic nuclear missiles just graze on by we're all standing there googly-eyed our military apparently so focused on making sure that the drill sergeant who's telling you that you're a worthless maggot make sure to get your pronouns right that they missed the giant boomsticks whizzing by overhead now i know this is a rhetorical question, but I need to ask it because otherwise i'm pretty sure my eyes are going to bug out of my head does anyone think that this kind of shit would have happened under Donald Trump. Anybody? Anybody? Does anybody? 
I'm serious. Can you even imagine the level of shitstorm that would have been raised? The president of China would have, been pick, would have been picking nuclear missiles and economic sanctions out of his ass. That's what would have happened. President Sippy Cup, on the other hand, probably still doesn't know it even happened. They're probably waiting to brief him until all the adult decisions have been made. Listen, if this whole situation doesn't make you mad as hell, you're not paying attention, folks. The United States is the bastion of freedom, and not just to ourselves, but to the whole world. It's time we started realizing what we knew in previous generations, and it's time we start making sure that we fight to keep it that way. You hear me rant and rave over uh, you know, the airwaves about wokeism, both on this show, online, on Facebook, in my book, Am I Crazy?, which, by the way, is available for purchase right now. You can get a couple of copies. But understand something. The main reason I'm fighting against all this insanity is that I love my country. I love what she has represented historically. I love the freedom that is endemic to her soul and to the constitutional system upon which she was founded by men who were this generation's betters far and away. I want to continue to see her thrive. I want the next generation to be composed of more patriots than any previous because I think that's what it's going to take. China isn't going to stop here, folks. You need to understand that. This is just them dipping a couple of missile-shaped toes in the water to make sure that the giant really is asleep. They need to know, and soon, that we're not. It's just our captain, President Sippy Cup, who is. These are dangerous times we're living in, boys. Boy, howdy. China wants us broken. They want us, they want us scared. They, they, they'll destroy us economically when they're ready. That's what they want to do. Uh, and we're continuing to uh, weaken economically, weaken the dollar. It has no power on the world stage anymore. Um, it's, it's insane what we're putting up with. They're just flying these missiles right over our head, boys. Um, and if that wasn't encouraging enough to you, CDC Director Walensky, uh, they're, they're planning to get the unvaccinated workers education and counseling, by the way. So we're being destroyed from without and from within. Uh, Rochelle Walensky, the CDC director, said in an inter interview yesterday, uh, there's a plan to get unvaccinated essential workers, education, and counsel, so, so they'll feel comfortable getting vaccinated. They're either going to stick a needle in your arm or a missile up your ass. Either way. Wait, play, that, play that clip, please. We have seen that these mandates are getting more and more people vaccinated. Here's what we know. The most disruptive thing that you can do to a workforce is to have a COVID outbreak in that workforce. That will most definitely not only send people home, but it will send people to the hospital and some may pass. What we know from the police workforce is that there have been more deaths from the coronavirus over the last year and a half than all other causes of death for that workforce combined. So we believe it is very important to to get these people vaccinated. There is a plan, um, should these people not want to be vaccinated, towards education and counseling to get people the information they need so that they are feeling comfortable in getting vaccinated. I'd like to vaccinate her. Oh, you're back on. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Dude, would you call those re-education camps? That sounds about like what she's saying. Um, I, I'm going to make a comment about that after the break. Uh, but your uh, most important, most important uh, asset investment 
it's at risk because uh, Social Security Administration's computer service, 45 years old. Health and Human Services, they're 50 years old, those computers. That's how the cyber criminals are hacking into the U.S. Census Bureau's computers where everything about you is stored. Uh, and the threat of some cyber thief stealing your credit card isn't your biggest risk anymore. Your massive risk is that he takes over ownership of your home. They can do that. It's called home title theft, and the FBI calls it one of the fastest-growing crimes. Cyber criminals hack into vulnerable government bank or mortgage company servers where copies of your home's title is stored, forges your signature, says you sold your home to him, then borrows on your home and leaves you in debt. You won't even know it's happened until the collection notices start showing up. Protect your most valuable investment. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. Register your address to see if you're already a victim. Use promo code RADIO. You'll get 30 free days of protection. Again, Go to HomeTitleLock.com. Use promo code RADIO. That's HomeTitleLock.com. We'll be right back. Yeah, so... um, you know, a lot of people kind of come with the argument, you know, what was it? Uh, Henderson versus Massachusetts in 1905. I think that was the name, Henderson. Um, that was where the Supreme Court said that the, the government does have the right to mandate in a situation of pandemic. Uh, in that case, it was over the smallpox, right? They said that, that they can demand vaccines uh, for the populace at large. Uh, and that tends to be the legal precedent that the government is using. Now, one of the things that 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 court case did not, if I'm recalling right, it didn't specify whether it was the federal government or the state government that had the right to do that. So there's some speculation there. But the issue that I have is what with what Walensky said is that more deaths have been caused by coronavirus. I mean, nobody's died from the flu, right? Nobody's died from car wrecks anymore. It's all, everybody's got coronavirus. Fall off a ladder, hit your head, you had coronavirus. Um, and I'm being facetious, but that seems to be the trend, right? That's the way it goes. Um, 99 point, what, 7%, 99.7% recovery rate. It doesn't affect children. Um, it, I mean, that's a statistical non-entity. It always affects people with comorbidities, people who are obese, people who have certain uh, illnesses already. Uh, so smallpox was a different story. Smallpox, uh, had a 30% mortality rate. You, you had a 30% chance of dying if you got smallpox. They actually started working on a smallpox vaccine, and I might be off by a few years, but you'll get the point, like in 1796. They actually had a working smallpox vaccine in 1796. Uh, It it wasn't declared eradicated until after the 1950s. So they worked on a smallpox vaccine for a long time. And if you go back to uh, 2020, July of 2020, this is, by the way, when Donald Trump was still in office. Uh, Business Insider, July 18th of 2020, ran an article. I'm pulling all this stuff from memory, so I may be off, but I think it was July 18th, 2020, ran an article about how it would be virtually impossible to come up with a vaccine that quick because they take years and years. And there's, you know, all the stages of trial they have to go through. Uh, and they said, you know, even if they came out with something, it probably wouldn't be that effective. Now, remember, that's when Donald Trump was in office. But now that Sippy Cup's in office, they, they could say, uh, well, of course, you've got to get educated on how this thing, you know, is going to help you and save your life. Again, 99.7% survival rate versus smallpox, which took 
centuries, quite literally, to perfect the vaccine um, and, and eradicated smallpox. This doesn't eradicate the coronavirus. It doesn't. It's not a vaccine that eradicates anything. This is a different type of thing than smallpox, okay? And uh, <laughs> so, so this, is, this is something they're using to control us with. I mean, there's no question about it. There's big money in it. There's big business in it. There's, there's, huge, there's huge control, uh, maybe even population control. Who knows? I'm not going to jump on that one because I don't have time to right now. But you see where I'm going on that. The argument when it comes to that 1905 um, court case versus Massachusetts there, Massachusetts, Massachusetts, was is in my opinion you have to argue what is a vaccine is this a vaccine or is this a trial drug are we the guinea pigs are why are they you know uh, humanizing lungs in mice so they can continue to test this thing because again and and by the way anthony fauci's a piece of shit everybody's talking about how he used the beagle dogs and, and cut out their larynx and or their vocal cords so they could test you know their brains being their heads being eaten by sand flies so that's crazy these these quote unquote doctors are pieces of shit. Um, anyway, that's the argument that I've got there, Walensky. So I, I seem to think I'm reasonably educated on vaccines enough to know that I don't want you sticking your shit in my body. <sighs> I know what cheers me up. Play me a TikTok. Yeah. Hey everybody! Oh thanks for God. wearing your mask. Now I got another little favor to ask. difference from your lawn but trump lost so i wonder why the signs aren't gone you flew a dozen flags on your truck that you're american right it's also dumb as so take them down take them down take your trump signs down you had a good run but it's over now so take them down take them down take your trump signs down walk over to your sign and pull it out of the ground Where is Alec Baldwin when I need him? <laughs> I need I need that prop girl. I need I need that prop girl to bring me a. Uh, I need the armorer. Yeah, I need her to bring me a gun right now. Oh my gosh! What is it? I, you know, he should sing a song about inflation. He should sing a song about uh, people stranded in Afghanistan. He should. Uh, he should uh, sing a song about hypersonic nuclear-tipped missiles floating in low orbit. Uh, he should sing a song about, um, I don't know, of October 14th uh, insurrection when they stormed the uh, Department of the Interior building and got arrested for that. Uh, he, should, he should write. There's a lot of songs he could be writing right now, like the fact that uh, minorities aren't getting vaccinated. Oh, that's an interesting, touchy little subject right there. Oh, boy, howdy. You know, kiss my ass, dude. Uh, bottom line, I mean, I mean, why don't you just write a song that says, I can't get laid in a morgue? I mean, that, that's basically what you're communicating to the rest of the world. Um, anyway, these, uh, these guys are creative. That sounds like something that, like, that sounds like one of those cartoon PSAs on Nickelodeon or something. Yeah. Take your Trump sign down. It's catchy. I will give it to him. 
Take him down, take him down, take your Trump sign down. And he tosses in a little f so he can be edgy. Yes. You know? He's edgy. I like that. Uh, anyway. <sighs> Boy, howdy. I had somebody, you're doing the, I'm doing the show in Lubbock next week, and then I'm back in Midland uh, in February. I had somebody that came up to me at a lunch in Midland the other day, and they said, um, oh, my husband, he didn't want to come to this lunch because he knew you were going to be here. And I was like, okay. She goes, we need to mend some fences. And I go, oh, all right. She goes, when you were here last time, your opener, he dropped some F-bombs. I said, okay. I don't even really remember who my opener was for that show. I think it was Spencer James. I said, Okay. And she goes, but we need to mend some fences. I said, do I need my opener to call your husband? <laughs> like, uh, she goes, well, you, you were fine. I said, okay. I said, well, I'm not always, I mean, sometimes I'll drop them too. And she goes, no, you were fine in that show. And I'm like, so your husband's upset with me over my opener that I really didn't have much to do with in that regard. Um, interesting that things people get in, in upset about there. Um, she was like, you should come stay at our house. I was like, I don't, I don't think I want to. I don't think I want to wind up in the well. <laughs> oh, my God. And then I hung out with Troy, my buddy Troy Aikman yesterday. Yeah, I'm friends with Troy Aikman. Uh, he came to our benefit. We were raising money for breast cancer, and I posted a picture of me and Steve Helms and Ben McPherson. We, we were hanging out with Troy. I posted a picture there with Troy because uh, it's the same thing any of y'all would have done. And, uh, oh, God, 22,000 reactions, tons of pissed off people. How dare I hang out with such a wild, woke Biden supporter like Troy Aikman. I, I don't know who Troy voted for. I've known Troy for a lot of years. We've never done anything but get along. I know he's donated a lot to uh, conservative causes. And yesterday we raised a lot of money for breast cancer. Um, <laughs> get over it, people. Get over it. Uh, the fight is out there. Take it easy. It ain't with a picture on Facebook or with the word f We'll be right back. I've got the perfect T-shirt for that TikTok guy right here. Gays for Trump. <laughs> there you go, buddy. There, put that on. Yeah, there you go. Get your get your Trump sign down. Yeah, we all know where you swing, bro. We all know where. Uh, go to our podcasts are offered specifically Apple Podcast. Uh, where are we on Chartable? We're still like number eighty-five or something in politics. God, we need to move that needle. Uh, leave a rating and review. We only take five-star ratings. That's what we deserve. Ryan115093. I don't know if that's a handle or a prison number. Uh, awesome show. Thank you. Chad is spot on with his takes on the news and happenings of the day. The eye candy on the show isn't that bad either. My favorite part is when Chris Cruz cracks up laughing uh, in the background. Keep it up, sir. Yeah. Hey, we appreciate that. Um, appreciate you leaving the review. Go to watchchad.com. That's where all the fun stuff is. Got a big announcement coming up. We're going to, uh, I'm starting a new blog post. Um, I'm going to have some, uh, some daily musings on the world at large, as well as some news stories. And that's going to be at chadprather.com. 
you'll be able to link there from watchchad.com as well. So we're working on that right now. A few different things coming out. I'm excited for the new year. We're already working on 2022 in, in several different ways. Uh, know that I love you. Know that we appreciate you. We couldn't do this without you. We need the support, all that you can give us. Go to chatonblaze.com and also sign up for an annual subscription to Blaze TV, blazetv.com slash chat. We love you. God bless you. We'll see you tomorrow night, Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. Bye. We'll